Fuck, I already messed it up. Wow, like it, you actually sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also I'm drunk. It's lit. It's little lit. Fuck! I already <laughs> messed it up. The podcast <laughs> where, where, where we talk kind of about books and obviously also drink during this. Uh, I'm Andrew Klima. and I'm Danny Burford. And today we're doing um, a Lord of the Rings episode because we recently Ooh. did a full marathon of the movies, and we want to talk about the movies in comparison to the books. Yeah, the things that are different, the things that we liked or didn't like. Uh, yeah, pretty much just anything related to. Uh, a really good day we had yesterday, actually. But yeah, um, we had what a what a lovely sentence. What a, what, a, what, a, what a great day we had it, yesterday. It was a very nice time. We were over at uh, a friend of ours, um, Angela. Shout out. Um, we, she and I started doing marathons a couple of years ago, just like a way to like watch a bunch of movies, hang out, uh, either something that we've seen before, something that we really like, something that we want to try out, whatever it is. And we've done everything. We did Firefly. We did like the Star Wars movies. Uh, we did Game of Thrones. We always do Game of Thrones every year before the new season. Uh, didn't really work out that well for this one. Um, <laughs> and then you know, and the first one we ever did actually was Lord of the Rings, and that was years ago at this point, or you know, not years and years, but like I five. Thought was, I thought it was a decade. Well, I mean, Daniel and I have known each other for a decade, but I don't gotcha. think we, I don't think we did it as soon as that. I, I would say like five or six years. Let's say we've been doing this, okay. and we both, for whatever reason, really wanted to do Lord of the Rings again. We hadn't seen him in a while, and we hadn't like definitely hadn't seen him all in a row like that. So mm-hmm. that was yesterday. I'm still trying to figure out what um, marathon I was my first marathon with you guys because I don't think it was Game of Thrones. I thought it was something else. Did you, uh, did you do Star Wars? No, that was. I don't think you. Oh, you did Harry Potter. I did Harry Potter. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Yeah, okay, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we had we axed the first two movies because uh, hey, they're like those are the that's little right. the little kiddish of them, yeah. and also you know Michael Gambon starts as Dumbledore in, the thir- in Prisoner of Azkaban, so like we and we just didn't have enough time to watch set, uh, eight fucking movies, so we did six yeah. instead that day, and everyone was really drunk by the end of that one too. Yeah, that was a lot. But I that, have- that should also be stated like that like these marathons basically uh, are a you know. Uh, of, a, of an ilk of this kind of podcast because we get really drunk when we watch these movies, usually. Yeah. Or, we're normally or pretty healthy least. during the rest of the week, though. We're very healthy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, yeah we're, we're not, we don't have problems. That's not why. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not justifying anything with this podcast, no, don't worry. Um, but we, like, well, like yesterday we were, you know, what, most is the start and then whatever anyone else was having. And I don't know, it, like, it's, it always turns into a, a running conversation with the thing as a background. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, that's the reason we're there in the first place. So we're still getting excited about various points in the movie or, like, complaining about certain things or whatever. It's and also fun, too, because we all get to hang out. And, I mean, I feel like we hang out a good amount anyway. But sure. it's... Oh, having having multiple people in in the group like that definitely broadens like the kind of yeah. stuff that you talk about, and, and it always creates a different dynamic. Even if you're all like good friends anyway. Yeah, like, and it, I I also like how whenever we do these kind of marathons, and we were literally just talking about this that yeah. we don't need it to be totally silent. Like we're pretty yeah, much yeah, talking yeah. the entire time, and sure. if there's like a big big thing that we really want to watch, we're like, all right, everyone, like shut shut the fuck up. Yeah, but, but there's there's not a lot of that like librarian. <laughs> sorry, dear professor Angela, uh, pol- pol- <laughs> policing of people and being like. This is important. Like, yeah. Well, 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 this is this was not a. This is not really like related to the marathons that we do them now. But uh, years ago, um, 
uh, like years in terms of like I've lived in Bo- Boston for almost eleven years now, and like Jesus. early on, I know, and early <laughs> on in my time, I was living in Brighton, and the, uh, back then, uh, some friends of ours, we, me, and two friends, they bribed to watch the Twilight movies all in a row as a marathon. Those would be a good marathon. No, they wouldn't. They're terrible. Yeah, they no, they're fucking. Oh god. All right. Well, anyway, they uh, they bribed us with like bar- they bought us lunch and beer and said we, we will buy these these things for you if you watch the twi- all the Twilight movies with That's us. That's still pretty low bar for you to say yes to. Oh that. yeah, we were, to- we, were we, we we can be bought very cheaply. <laughs> let's be honest. And so we we were watching them, and then like we we're, were of course talking over during the movies and then making fun of them because they are very not good movies. Like I like. There, I'm sure there's some there's some redeeming stuff here and there. I can't say shit about the books. I do not know how how, how good they are or how bad they are. Or, uh, the movies are just not that great. And the first movie is not great. I feel like the other. If you watch the first one and then you get to the other ones, then you're like, do you think you think there's a marked improvement? Or? Oh well, they changed directors. Oh okay. And they changed, yeah. So, I honestly, I legit don't know. Like, I they, was. They finally okay. got Kristen Stewart a good wig. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, that, was, was, that was the key to the whole yeah, thing. It was a really good key. Yeah, I like it's it's weird because both she and Robert Pattinson are like good actors. Like mm-hmm. you, people argue about Kristen Stewart a lot, and I understand. I understand, but like she's she's very she's still talented for yeah, sure. Yeah. And like Pattinson is also a legit good actor. And they both know that that was yes, exactly. Like, that, not that, a great franchise. It's just it's just funny to it's just funny that they. Uh, that they were both in that, like you had, like you had, like you didn't suffer from a lack of talent, like you did with say, like Hayden Christensen in the Star Wars prequels or something right. like that, where like there was clearly someone that just was not up to the heavy lifting that needed to be done, and like or like the, the, that's not even heavy lifting, like the yeah. bare minimal lifting. What am I, I talking about? I just watched um, one of the, I think it might have been this. Oh no, it must have been the the third Star Wars movie, like at, like number three. Oh yeah, yeah sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, so Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um and. I was looking at Hayden Christensen's hair. I had the biggest crush on him growing up. I thought he was so cute. Yeah, I remember, sure. I remember looking at his hair, and he had, like, the little ponytail in the back. Yeah, the little rat tail thing. Yeah, yeah. not the rat tail. Oh, not the, that's not, what, okay, Not yeah. the thing that indicated that he was a Padawan. Yeah, okay. But the actual, like, little ponytail in the back. Yep. I was like, all right. He definitely doesn't have that in real life, but to make it look like he had really long hair, they just slicked back his short hair <laughs> as tight as they could. But I was, I was like, he has short hair. They're just trying to make it look like it fits into a ponytail. Yeah, like no, I don't mean, or that, or just like an insane mullet was just like not <laughs> yeah. great. I also didn't know that in the like the little the uh, braid thing that they use for the padawans. Yeah. And honestly, I'm going to say something that might be totally fake. I don't know. That it's like an add-on. Like, you literally, like, clip it in your hair kind of thing. Oh, oh that, that's, like, so in in quote-unquote real life in the Star Wars universe, like, that, yes. it, it still is supposed to be a clip-on. You know, yeah, it's not, you're not, or anything. yeah. Gotcha. It's not, it's not like the Dothraki or whatever that you <laughs> yeah. have, like, the longest braid and yes, you're, like, the coolest sure, sure. badass. It really is just like, oh, yeah, you're a Padawan. Here's a cool little braid that we put behind your right ear. Gotcha. Kind of thing. Do you think there are any like Dothraki that just couldn't grow long hair? Like, like balding ones? No, not, not, not even necessarily <laughs> balding, but like like for like for my, my hair when I had hair that would actually grow properly, I uh, would have like my hair would just grow like kind of bushier and denser. Like it mm. would it would just grow kind of like out. it would kinda yeah, it would kinda grow out a little bit more. Like I and, and I always thought it looked stupid, so I never really let it get like to a point where I would have anything resembling like a fro or, or whatnot, but yeah. I never, I never, I never took it to the to the logical end or whatever. Logical I, like, end. 
what would the logical end? I'm, I, if, I, if I was like, if I was like, if I was curious what my hair actually did when it when I when I let it go for like a really long time, yeah. I never made it that far because I always hated how it looked along the way too much, and so I always right. got rid of it first. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if I would really have gone like super puffy fro, or if it would just like you know curled in on itself or whatever. So good curly hair though. I had like a little curl to it, but it wasn't. It was like it wasn't. It wasn't super straight. It wasn't super curly. Like it was kind of in between. Um, yeah, it was just there. Yeah, it was just fucking. It was hair. there. Yeah. <laughs> well, and now it's not, so it's fine. I don't know what the Dothraki would do, though, if they couldn't grow hair. Or if they had really thin hair. What if they yeah, just had, yeah. like, a really, really, really thin braid down their back? Like, why? And yeah, like, like, like a wispy hair down, yeah, down the back. Super, yeah, super, super wispy. Like, 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 like old, like, old, like, like, you know, Chinese martial artist uh, masters. Yes. But, like, as they're, like, aging and the hair is thinning and, like, it probably couldn't even tie a bell it together. It just, like, because... goes onto, like, almost like a string at the <laughs> yes, bottom of yes, it. Yeah. You have to use, like, one of those really small, like, <laughs> hair bands. Yeah. And you're like, well, like, you still have it. It's still long. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can still uh, count the, the number of dead and everything with your with your hair in that way. I, I guess al- I almost wish that it was the number of braids that they would have that would indicate oh, how they were. So they just have like eighteen braids in their hair, yeah. and you're like, "Wow, you well, look really cool." You, Coolio, you are the best murderer I've ever I've ever seen. I mean, Hi, this is our podcast about Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Um, <laughs> you know, Coolio's in Lord of the Rings, though, right? Yeah, he's a pivotal role. Yeah, he's he will use a dramatic powerhouse. So obviously, he was a choice for Tom Bombadil that we all saw coming. Yeah, Tom Bombadil played a huge role in the movies. Yeah. I mean, and it did, was did, just. Did you do you care these not the movies? By the way, we might as well get talking about like the movies. So, what, like, what we're basically going to talk about today is like what, the things that we like or don't like about the movies compared to the books. Uh, like, like more of a comparison type thing. Yeah. So you don't have to have read the books recently to get to get this. And this might even be a refresher for you if you want, or you know, if you can argue along. Obviously, if you've read them uh, recently or are really familiar with yeah. it, but you can feel free to argue out loud too. People yes, really like yell yell in your cars uh, or yeah. on your commute, whatever it may. Be um, or and also maybe you can find us on like yeah. Twitter or whatever. Too, um, what, yeah. I did like Tom in the books. Yeah, um, he didn't. Oh, I think we talked about this before. Like, I I like Tom just fine. Yeah. I just don't think he's like a huge huge deal. That's all. No, I don't think he's a huge deal either. But uh, I was kind of bummed that he was at least like uh, for a second wasn't mm-hmm. in the movies purely because it shows another side of magic. Sure. I the, 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 yeah, I, I see that. That's true. Yeah, without. Well, he's supposed to be like ancient, and so he like he's almost yeah. he's not like, he's not quite like a god of the world, but he he is more of he is more of it in terms of like almost like he's a, been there a Greek for a long god time. idea at least, yeah. where like where theoretically that he could be living among them, not like a deity that you would never ever meet you know before you right die right or right. Or whatever, yeah. Um, yeah, I was bummed that they didn't get to meet him in the mm-hmm. movies. One because I think it would have been really well done, and I think it would have shown the hobbits kind of being like together and like sure. doing stuff or what a little sure. bit more so than just immediately being like thrown into the fellowship yes. and on their journey. Yeah. Um mostly because I feel like they made the in the books they made the journey from the Shire to the Prancing Pony so short. Oh really? Yeah. You think that was short? Wow. Oh, I I feel very differently about that. In the movies? Oh, in the movies. Oh, in the yeah, movie. yeah. Oh, in the oh, movies. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, okay. So you were about in the books. Okay, no, no, no. Yeah, the gotcha. books. I mean, okay. the books was definitely way too yes. long. But I think that. The, you think it was very A to B in the movies? Yes, as opposed where I was to like, like, okay, so the them. Prancing Pony is definitely like a 15-minute walk. You know? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just yeah. didn't seem That's that fair. far. I, I, I know what you're saying. I just think that they, like, in the movies, in a lot of cases, they either... Um, specifically cut down on the amount of time between stuff mm-hmm. or at the very least they didn't show like 
all of the journey so that you had an idea. Like, like for example, when, when Frodo gets stabbed in Weathertop, uh, it's supposed to be like two weeks until they get to, to Rivendell. Mm-hmm. Like in, I in, thought you just said Leathertop, and I was like, Frodo and his Leathertop. <laughs> his his old, leather crop top. old-timey <laughs> football player. Like, yes. <laughs> um, and like... You're not gonna. You, you can't like you. You can't deal with that kind of scope of time in a movie. That's even even if it's gonna be a trio of movies. Mm-hmm. Like you just can't spend like theoretically two weeks of Frodo being sick and almost dying. Like you just can't like have that on screen yeah. for that long. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so like they they truncated the time on that. I mean they didn't they didn't say thank God we only got here in a day or anything like that. But they also the way they depicted it, you wouldn't yeah. think it was more than a day or so. Or Speaking something like that. of Frodo at Weathertop, yeah, uh, I think that one of the best additions in the movies mm-hmm. was Eowyn's yes. addition into yes. the story. I yeah. think that she was, one, it just showed her as being like this awesome badass. Well, yeah, it shows her actually being a person. Like, yes. you know, as opposed to just like something you know about Aragorn. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought that that was one of my favorite scenes in, that, in the entire three mm-hmm. movies is her like sprinting away from the ring wraiths. It's yeah. so hard for me to say that word. Ring with wraiths, my, ring wraiths, ring wraiths, With ring my wraiths. lisp, I can't do it. Um, with the ring wraiths, um, I thought that was such a cool scene. Sure. She crosses the river, yeah. and then she like, If you want him, cool come whispers. and claim him or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And does her cool whispers. And then I do like the fact that they did show her getting the cut on her cheek, yeah. which is like such a like small thing to notice that you're I like, agree. oh, she can actually bleed. And like, mm-hmm. oh, she's... She is becoming more human, and she, yeah, she, yeah. This is this is the whole, you know, the the that knife says that she's on between you know mortality and immortality, mm-hmm. and like the and yeah, it's showing showing the moral side, I guess. Yeah, and I thought she was really cool. Yeah, I, and and she's like we talked about this yesterday when we were watching the movies because we all kind of feel the same way, but like it. It, yeah, made her into an actual character. Uh, she's smartly used as well. She grounds oh, yeah. Aragorn more. Like if if you need to, like the books, the books do a good job of like making you care about the characters, but you care about them because they are very archetypal. Like they mm-hmm. they are very you know this is this one's the dwarf, this one's the elf, this one's the human who's going to be king. Like they, they they get some depth to them, but not like a ton yeah, of, yeah. of it. And if you're gonna if you're gonna make Aragorn a deeper character, then like you then this is a great way to do it. You yeah. you give him you give him. I mean, obviously, like you don't want to throw in a love interest just for the sake of being a love interest, but like this this also then gets to the idea of why the like the 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 passing of the elves as being the you know the the dominant quote unquote yeah. uh, race on middle earth um and things like that. I also just think that it it makes him a more complex character. Not that you need to have a romance to be complex, but Absolutely. I think it was the fact the way that they showed Eowyn I think inherently made Aragorn more complex because he wasn't like in love with this like only beautiful woman. Yes, did, yes, Like, yeah. not did. I feel shitty for saying that. But whatever. Like, someone, someone who didn't have, like, any elevation or any intelligence to them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, she was extremely smart. The fact that, like, she, like, caught... She was like, is, what is this, a ranger not watching yeah. his back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, again. <laughs> he just looks up at her like, fucking now, come yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, doing that kind of stuff where you can tell that she outsmarts him and she can like outfight him and everything she's, like that. She brings something to the table and she's not just like the princess in a tower for Aragorn or something yeah. like that. I fully, I, fully, I fully agree. He like I guess that's what I was trying to get back before where like she's not something you know about Aragorn. Like mm-hmm. he, she is in fact like her own character as well and not, and, and you know not ancillary to what we yeah. you know really want to talk about. And Ar- Aragorn's old. Yeah, but he's old. Like, and he's he's describing like I want to say like his fifties, but he's also of that race of men that live, live longer. That yeah. like they, no, it's like three lifetimes of a man of a normal yeah. man or something like that. So, so I was wondering about this because mm-hmm. when in the 
movies, Eowyn doesn't go over to the nice shiny shore beaches with the other elves. She stays. Sorry. Yeah, Eowyn. Eowyn is the is the writer of Rohan. The shield, Ar- the shield Arwen. 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 Yes. God okay. damn. It, I, I, I know that one. That one's really so fucking much. annoying. Yeah. Arwen. Yeah. I'm just like, gonna blame it on my R lisp. I know. Like, <laughs> sure. You sure. Can't, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You just have no idea how like, those words I, make no sense. No. To you, yeah. yeah. So Arwen yes. did not go over to the shiny shores. Yes. With she's, the she elves. stays. She stays. So she was basically like Aragorn tries to like you know. Uh, you know, if you love her, set her free type thing where, yes. where, where he like, he makes her, you know, and she's like, fuck you. Like, yeah, it's he, not and, your and, choice. And she, and she comes back to him and, yes. and that's the scene of her coming. She's in line to go basically when to go to the ships, to go to the gray havens or yeah. whatnot. And then she runs back away, making yeah. her choice about, no, I want a mortal. I choose a mortal life. How I'm going to live with uh, But him. then my question was, do you think that Aragorn will then outlive her? No, because the um, I, I, so I don't know what, exactly what mortality means in this case because when you remember when Elrond tells her that like you know and they show her standing over like the you know the casket yes. of, of of Aragorn like it's still implied that she will outlive him uh, clearly because she's not also old and haggard or anything so that that's like her immortality shining through so I don't know what it means that like I don't know if, I don't know if I choose a moral life simply means I want to experience the pain of of, of seeing these yes. humans grow and then die that's or if it wondering. or if it means that she actually is is now mortal. I was, I was wondering if that would just mean, and I think we talked about this the last Mm -hmm. episode where elves don't die. They can be killed. So Mm -hmm. like, would she just have to be killed and not, she wouldn't die naturally, at least for a long time, which also, it's also interesting because you know that Aragorn and Arwen are going to, Mar- get married, and yes. then she's will then be queen and everything like that. So I do wonder in like future world uh-huh. after Aragorn dies, yes. would that then mean that Arwen would rule? Oh yeah, they, I'm, I'm sure that like I'm sure Tolkien would explain it away in something like she and, and then she, and she stepped aside to you know to let man go on and you know no! stand, stand, and stand on their own instead of being you we know can't. guided by elves or something. Don't like that. Don't let us do that. We shouldn't do that. <laughs> we, we, they, <laughs> yeah, Trump's America. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it works out really well. No, yeah, sure. elf, I would love to have an elf president, an elf stewardship. Yeah. Yes, I think elves are the coolest. No doubt about it. They are the yeah. best. For the yeah, for the record, we are hundred percent team elf over team dwarf. This yes. is not even a question. We think you're all. I idiots. do like dwarves. Yes, exactly. There's nothing against nothing against dwarves. I just don't think I just don't understand how you would possibly choose dwarves. I like elf. Gimli. I think Gimli's cool. Of course, funny. He when they're in the um, the oh god the caves. Moria. Not Moria. When they're calling the dead the dead pirates. Oh, and then, yeah, like the, when on the path of the dead, path and they're, the, dead. they're yeah, under yeah. the mountain calling to them. Yeah. And when Gimli's around, going <laughs> <laughs> like trying to blow them away or whatever. Yes, and when he and what and the look that he has on his face when uh, Aragorn reminds him he's holding an axe in a forest. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, yeah. John Reese Davis gives gives that character such like some just like some small little touches that yeah. make him all like all very likable when he could have just been like a gruff and kind of boring character. And, and not that I think Gimli in the books is necessarily that way. I'm just saying that I think the wrong casting could take him in a more serious direction and make him being like kind of unlikable or just like at the very least like a neutral presence that no one really cares about. Yeah. I think that even in the books, he was still had a, a somewhat comedic relief and everything like I that. And, and he was, he's supposed to, but he's got the running banter with Legolas when they're counting up the kills during the yeah, Bella yeah. Holmes deep and everything. Um, Going back to um, the forest when he's holding the axe. Yeah. Um, Treebeard in the 
movie is badass. Yeah, he's great. The, the ends are awesome. Like, yeah, they 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 do they do a great job of like making it seem like they're just kind of going to be, you know, cutesy-ish, I guess, mm-hmm. and like, oh, these are the people of the forest. Like, oh, they're the tree herders. And like, oh, they're getting together to have an end moot. Like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And they're, oh, isn't it funny how long they take to make decisions and blah, blah, And then they just absolutely rip shit up when they yeah. get to Isengard. Like, just yeah. absolutely destroy everything. You're it's like, so oh, cool. wow, this is like a, a actual force of, force of nature. Like, Yeah, <laughs> I, I liked in the movies how they made them seem way bigger. Yes. And made them seem just like... Because the books, they were like twice the height of them, or like 15 was, feet or something like that. I remember this exactly, because yeah. when I was reading this, they said there was... Treebeard was 16 feet. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's tall. Yeah. But <laughs> I wasn't like, yo, that would be... I mean, no matter yes. what, if a tree came to life, I would be very scared. Yeah, I, but, yeah. I just felt like sixteen feet wasn't like it wasn't like when you see like shit. it wasn't like when you see like one one in Game of Thrones or something like that. Exactly, like, you were like, oh my god, that's a giant. Like yeah, yeah. And, like you're just like, oh, that's kind of like a that's like a big dude. When you say when you say sixteen feet, I just think of like I just think of like one of those cartoons of like three kids in a trench coat. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like I, don't, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think of anything like super. I don't think of anything super intimidating. I think of just like something a little bit bigger. Even if that's even if I am drastically underreacting to how I would see someone yeah. being 16 feet tall in person. I understand that. Like that, like that's still the mental image I get when you say that. I mean, realistically it would be almost the same thing as seeing three, five foot people on shoulders. Yeah. Which to me is impressive. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but I'm not like, Oh wow. That's about to go. Fuck. Yeah. Up. Yeah. 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 Saruman. That's the yeah, that's that's the other side of that too. Not only are we talking about like actual height, but then like the power to do the things that they're that they do in in the movie. Yeah, like, yeah. You you need a bigger presence. I think you need something that like lo- looks like a, a full grown tree. Yeah. You know, yes. not, not not just something that's a little bit bigger. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like I like they does pass for a tree for a minute when Merry and Pippin run up him they, trying yeah, to like escape from the from the York. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So like that's the kind of th- that to me is impressively big. Yeah. And like they do, I think they do a great job. Showing that movie. I also thought in the movies that was the really big moment for <coughs> Mary. Yes. When Mary was like, when, uh, when they were doing the Ent Moot, which I mm. thought was so cute. Uh, <laughs> when they were doing the Ent Moot, and you. <laughs> anyway, so. A thousand times better, by the way, than the King's Moot in the movie, in the, yes. in the show of, of uh, Game of Thrones. Yes. Books, it's awesome. Read the books, it's so, it's so fucking good. That fucking. You're on in the show is such trash. Yes. Sorry, go. Um, so <laughs> when they're doing the Ent Moot, and. They come back after, like, delivering, delivering, delivering. They're like, so we have decided. And Mary's like, oh, fuck, yeah, what did you decide? And Pippin's in the back while we just, like, high as fuck. And <laughs> they're like, you're not orcs. And Mary's like, yeah. Bro. We, we know, man. Like, we just told, we, we have hairy feet, and we're not creepy looking. Like, what do you mean? Like, we're fine. And um, at that point... He's like, no, you like. I thought it was a really big moment for Mary of being that, like, you have to do something. Like, we have to. That's when Mary in in the movies, at least, uh, start first realizes that this is a big thing. Like, he, like he like like that's something that he's a part of too. Because like so, because uh, Pippin just says, you know, we always go back to the Shire, and and, and you know, Mary's like, you know, Pippin, like if we don't do this, if we don't win, like there won't be a Shire. Shire and, like, yeah. and like so, Mary gets it. I mean, Mary always gets it before Pippin anyway. Yes. Although Pippin comes around, we love that about him for yeah. sure. Um, like, th- but yeah, that's the big thing for Mary. Like, he get he starts to realize that, or he realizes first that, like, this is everything. 
and, and, and like and we're and we're a part of this too and, and like yeah it's a great moment for him in the movies yeah sure. I love that I also just in the movies I do love Mary and Pippin I think that oh it's so great yeah, yeah I think that they ultimately are like my favorite characters in the movies sure just because they I think that they are characters that grow the most agreed within the movies and I I understand that Sam grows a lot and Sam gets like brave and blah 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 and oh no Sam yeah Sam like. First of all, we joke about Sam, and I and I will continue to joke about Sam, yeah. including probably on this podcast. Like Sam, Sam is incredibly impressive, like as a character. You know, he's so he's so incredibly loyal that he that, that he a gardener from the Shire, like you know, stands down, like draws weapons against any number of people. Like the fact that you even do that is is insane. So yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I mean, I think Sam, for me. I I like I like Sam. <laughs> Here it is. Yes, I do. I like Sam. Hey, 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 hey. But he's just so, I uh, soft. <laughs> 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 like I would be so pissed off if my quote unquote best friend, which is what they depict them in yeah, at, yeah. in the movies, yeah. their best friends. Sure. If my best friend was like, yo, I'm actually going to side with this weird-looking skeleton guy because I really do <laughs> yeah. think that you ate all of that bread. That, and that's and that's an, an interesting one that I was actually going to bring up. Like, that's one of the, one, the, one of the things in the movies I think doesn't quite... It doesn't quite land for me. Um, I, I think that that's, like... I think that's even a bit too... Like, the movies do a good job of trying to make some more things gray. Like, Denethor is, is, is even worse than he is in the books. Yes. Uh, Faramir. I, I do want to talk about Faramir real, real quick at some point, too, because yeah, yeah. I think the movies do him a little bit dirty in how they make him a little grayer character kind of lusts after the ring mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but, like, I think that adding that level of nuance is good in, in those cases. But, like, doing it with, like, Sam and Frodo fighting about something, just, like doesn't really make sense to me. Like, for those characters, even how the movies are trying to do that doesn't really It, it also work. just seems so dumb to me that it would be over... And I, yeah. I understand that they were trying to show that Frodo was yes, the yes, yes, person yes. who also liked the ring, but it just seemed so, like... I think we get about enough of that. Bread? Yeah. Like about bread? I, th- I what? think I think it's not important enough for for that to, for that to be like I don't I don't believe it for one thing. Yeah, yeah. And and I and I also don't think that it's necessary to show how Frodo is um like being influenced by the ring more and more. That, that, that that's happening anyway. We can see it on screen too. Yeah. The, way, the way they're doing them with makeup. So like you don't, you don't, I don't think you need that. And I also don't think you need to like I don't think that Tolkien does a bad job of saying just how they get separated in the tunnel. If she loves Lair, so like you, I don't think you I don't think you need to change it to like explain away a bad writing decision that Tolkien makes either. Yeah. So I just don't really see the point. I do think it was a bummer that they didn't show Sam using the ring. Interesting. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't know if I, I I don't know if I think it's a bummer, but I, I hadn't I hadn't realized that they, that they or I hadn't thought about that yet. You're right. It was like the one moment that someone else besides Frodo yeah. really had used it, and Sam like immediately was like, "Nope, like this will not affect me in the same way that it affected Frodo. Yeah. Like I like don't want it." But blah, blah blah, and they explain it in a way that's like he doesn't want that, and what which is something they did with Faramir. And so yeah, I think that, like Faramir, like we're gonna come, we're gonna end it here. I think because we're coming up against like the time that we want to go, but like. Faramir, for me, also is the other time that I think that they try to make the movies a little bit more, you know, moral gray area ish, yeah. and they and they kind of don't do it right. And like, I wouldn't, I, I don't feel strongly about this in that I love Faramir so much that I can't believe they did him dirty or, or whatnot. I, but like, I, I just again don't think it makes real writing sense. Like, I think that because what well, because of this because 
they use the scene at the Forbidden Pool to really turn like Gollum like irrevocably against yes. Frodo. Yep. So like they show in the movies a lot more of the like Smeagol might actually take over and does take over for yeah. a little while. Like, like he might be able to be cured. Whereas the books you kind of know that even if he's good for a while, he's eventually gonna fuck him over. Like yeah. that's kind of a given from the, from the jump. Um, and so when they make it more of an actual chance of him being better. And then Faramir is the driving force behind turning him evil for the rest of his life, even if Faramir doesn't intend to, obviously. Like, that's where I think they get, they, they get Faramir wrong. And, yeah. like, and if, even, if the, even if it would have been okay to make him a little bit more morally gray, because it does make some sense. Like, his brother died with, 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 you know, lusting after this ring. It's possible that Faramir might feel the same way. He, very, is, he would have a very good reason to try to use the ring for Gondor, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, it makes a lot of sense. But then you add on this extra layer where he's, you know, um, unfortunately the one who damages Gollum beyond repair, yeah. and that's why I think they get it, they get it wrong. Yeah, but you know. no, that kind of bugs me too. I just think that I get bummed about Faramir because in the books they portray him as being someone who's like, I don't want the ring. I never yeah, wanted the ring. Yeah, I exactly. don't want the ring. I never wanted the ring. And then in the books, I feel like. Sometimes they do people dirt. I mean, in the movies, I feel like they do people dirty. Yeah. By making almost everyone seem like they want the ring, or at least making the viewer, which I yes. guess you're supposed to be, like, viewing it from Frodo's perspective, and he doesn't want the ring, but he wants the ring, but, like, whatever, and so... Yeah, like, but, but but not so much that, that, it, that it should skew you, the audience's view of a character, necessarily. Yeah. I don't know. Would you want the ring? No, I mean, like, knowing what I know, no. But do I have the willpower to stand up to it? Also, probably not. I'm, dr- I'm not. drinking on a Sunday. I, <laughs> you know? like, I was like, going to say, I w- like, there's absolutely no way that I could, I would not take the ring. Yeah, like, like it's one of those things where it's like I can give you my logical answer. I can also give you the an- the same kind of answer I would have when I'm like trying to decide if I should have another beer at, at the end of the night, where it's like. I'm gonna slowly talk myself into this, even if I even oh. if it's, even if it's a bad idea. Yeah. So like that's why I would eventually take the ring, like not that, because I necessarily thought it was the right thing to do, but because I couldn't help myself. And that's the only reason why I'm be car- I'm like a part of the mug club that we're a part of is because <laughs> yeah. I couldn't say no to one more beer and one more ring. Exactly. You just so can't, you so can't here we are. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's gonna end our yeah our, our, our lit. Yeah, our little our little lit our our little episodes about things that are related to books, but not exactly like a straight up analysis of one. Like, uh, like next time we're going to be doing this, it's going to be a romance novel, oh, and yeah. uh, that's gonna, for Valentine's Day. Episode. We're going to be talking about bad dates. Yes, uh, that's going to be really interesting too. I'm so excited! I have so many. Oh man, I, 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 I have. I have weird ones. I don't know if I have bad ones. We'll talk about we'll talk about this obviously. I have, I have bad ones this and is, weird ones and I'm is, excited. This is going really well. <laughs> All right, cool. Then we'll see you guys next time. All right, bye.